Do you have a message that the world needs to hear? Do you want to make a living making a difference in the world? If so, this is the place for you. Welcome to the Speakers, Authors, and Coaches Podcast. Hey everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Speakers, Authors, and Coaches podcast. Today we are talking about a subject that uh, brings a lot of anxiety to a lot of message-driven entrepreneurs, and that is what to say in my emails. What am I going to say in the emails that I'm sending out to my list? How do I get people on my list? How frequently do I send those emails? What the heck am I going to say? All of those kind of things, which, uh, like I said, brings a lot of anxiety to many speakers, authors, and coaches. And that's why I brought on Leanne Marie Webster, who is the founder of Email with Heart. And we're going to be talking all about what that means, what it means to email with heart, and how you can do a better job at connecting with people through your email list, through your weekly emails, through your newsletters, or whatever it is that you call that. So let's jump right into my interview with Leanne Marie Webster. How's it going, Leanne? Hi, I'm doing awesome. Thanks. I'm so super excited to be here. <laughs> I'm excited to have you. So let's jump right into this. What does it mean to email with heart? That's not something you hear often. You don't think about uh, heart you know, when, with emails and emails is kind of a big, scary thing. And people say, what the heck do I send? And one of the reasons I wanted you to be here is because you talk about emailing with heart. And so let's just start off with that. What does that even mean? Well, email with heart is an acronym and I can walk you through what each of the letters stand for. But, but the overarching idea behind it is I really wanted to remind people that there's a person on the other side of that email address. And I think in our technological world with, you know, the phones everywhere and the, the iPads and the, and we're behind our computers and we're, we're nomadic and we're, we kind of have isolated ourselves. And since email is, you know, electronic, of course, by nature, I think a lot of people have forgotten that there's an actual relationship and a person on the other side. And so I came up with this as a way to remind people of that. Yeah, with, with that, and we'll go into the, the acronym in just a second, but I, I, I think for me about two, maybe three years ago is when I started this kind of mindset shift, but really two years ago is when it started really hitting hard. And that was this idea that I, I had this belief that I wasn't good at social media. I wasn't good at, at uh, digital content. I, I just, I wasn't good at it. That was my mindset. And I hear people talking about that all the time. So mm -hmm. I'm just not good at that. I'm great at face to face. I'm great at, and I had that mindset too. And then I said, no, 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 this is just a tool. Yeah. It's just a tool to have real connections with people. And when I started acting like I do in the real world, because I'm, I'm very good at connecting with people. It's something that just comes naturally, naturally to me. I'm good at communicating with people face to face in the real world. Mm -hmm. um, and I just, I stopped making a distinction. And maybe I do things that aren't by the book. I mm -hmm. sometimes do things that some people say aren't very professional. Um, mm -hmm. Well, that's not the way you're supposed to do it or that. I, I don't care. I just, connect with people. I, I, I use social media. I use email. I use whatever platform as just a tool to be able to connect with someone just in the same way that a long time ago, the phone was a brand new way to communicate with people and people didn't yeah. know how to use it. They're like, what, who would, who would talk to someone on a phone? That's so right. impersonal. That's so right. impersonal. You can't talk on the phone. You got to go, right. you know, and, and then they learned how to use it. And the people who Really, it's like, wait, what? You had to learn how to use the phone? That seems crazy. Yeah. Communicating with people. Uh, early days of the radio, people said, who would pay for a message to go out to no one in particular? There was like this right. weird idea. But anyway, it's just yeah. a tool. And yeah. when I let go and I just started communicating, I, that's when I started to see real results. I love it. I love it. Actually, and, and the A in heart is stands for being in your authentic voice. That's exactly mm. what you're speaking to is the, um, you know, being who you are, no matter what realm or what platform you're using. And that's where people really resonate, where I find people, you know, we've all experienced this, right? When there's someone we kind of get that icky-ish feeling about, it's usually because huh. we can tell that they're like trying to be a certain way or they're, uh -huh. you know, do following a formula that's not theirs yeah. and that, that isn't 
um, isn't genuine. And that really yeah. comes across, even if people can't articulate it, they can feel it. Totally. And I, I'm, I'm a little bit, uh, you know, you could say a little bit woo woo when it comes to this stuff. And I, I believe if something's not authentic to your voice, even if it's the right thing to do, I believe it won't work if yes. you aren't authentic that I, I really do. And so, in fact, I was talking with one of my clients today about, about their email sequence, their email follow-up sequence. We were going through this and she says, so what, what would you, what do you think I should say here? And I said, well, I think you should say something like this or something like that. We're working through it. And then I said, wait a second with what I just said, is that something you would say? And she's like, no, not really. And then I said, well, scratch it. Let's not do it. Let's say, yeah. let's put it in your words. Cause it's not going to work if yeah. you, something inauthentic. And I don't know how that works, but I, I, I see that it does. Totally agree. I totally agree. Well, it's, you know, it's like anything else, right? We all want to connect with people who feel real, who, who, um, who, who make us feel good and we can tell they feel good. And yeah. so if you're, um, and we can tell when people aren't standing in that space. Yeah. So what does heart mean? Let's go through the acronym. Okay, so the um, the short version is the H is for how. It's very important how people get on your email list. And I'll come back to that because I have a very big, uh, uh, it's one of my favorite topics. Maybe I'll say it that okay. way. <laughs> okay. um, the E is for having engaging content. So mixing up what you're doing um, and, and what you're communicating with your audience. The A, as I mentioned, is for coming from your authentic voice um, and really connecting with your audience. The R is for with regularity, so making sure you're consistent. This is where a lot of people yeah. um, fall off, and I'm sure you get this question a lot. Like, I don't even know what to say. How often should I say? And, you know, mm -hmm. How do I handle that piece? And the T is for leveraging technology, and that's for making sure you both have the right platform, but also that you're paying attention to the, what the numbers are telling you within that mm -hmm. platform. So open rates, clicks, all that kind of stuff. Unsubscribe, the dreaded unsubscribe, which mm -hmm. everyone freaks out about, but it's actually not a bad thing. <laughs> let's, let's, let's start there because I have interesting views on that, on the unsubscribe. And I don't mind it when, if I'm sending out an email, in, in my opinion, if I'm sending out an email that is in alignment with me and I get unsubscribes, I go, eh, that's okay. I don't care. If, right. if I did something that I didn't feel was in alignment with me and I got unsubscribes, then I go, okay, I should have listened to my gut when it came with that. Tell me your right. thoughts on, on when people unsubscribe. Yeah, it's, so it, you, you bring up a fantastic distinction there, right? So I, I'm as well, when, when people unsubscribe, if I'm, sending, if I'm just being me and, I'm, you know, and I, I'm aligned with what I'm putting out and I feel really good about it and people unsubscribe, it's like, okay, great. They're yeah. not resonating with me. So they're gonna go find someone who does resonate with them and that's fantastic, let, let them go. Yeah. Um, if, if, but it's an interesting stat to watch because what, I, what you can do with it is watch to see if you did send something out that doesn't feel quite right and you got a lot of unsubscribes, it's like, ooh, people can feel that. So it's good information for you. It's also good to watch if, I'm, if, if there's certain, if you notice that certain themes um, get a lot, get more unsubscribes versus less unsubscribes, then you can start to see if what you're putting out is actually resonating. So it's a little bit different than, um, than whether it's authentic to you. And I'll just give you an example because it's easier. I noticed that when I put out something that call for speakers, that I get a really high open rate and that I get, and I have very low unsubscribe rate. And so that mm -hmm. tells me there's a lot of speakers on my list who are looking for opportunities, mm -hmm. you know, versus if I were to send out something about, you know, dating and relationships. I probably get a ton of unsubscribes because people will be like, why the heck is she sending me that content? It doesn't have anything to do with me. Yeah. Yeah. And it's totally on a left field. So yeah. um, the other reason to pay attention to that stat, and this is kind of an interesting thing I've noticed as well. One time I, you know, I always kind of look at my messages to, to see what's going on with them. And one time I noticed I had a really high unsubscribe rate and a really high spam report rate. So people were, you know, flagging the emails that, that they had spammed them. And I'm very, yeah. we'll get back to the how, because I'm very careful about how people get on my list. Mm -hmm. So I thought, that's really strange. And I started investigating. And bottom line is I found out there was on one of my um, older websites, there was a bot that was adding people without permission to my list. Mm. And so we were able to find it, block the IP address. We kind of took care of it on the technical side, but I bring it up because if I wouldn't have been watching that closely and noticing that something was weird 
with those couple last couple messages, then I wouldn't have been able to find that out. And you know, that can, that can start to cause a lot of issues with your company. If you're not paying, if you start getting flagged for spam and things like that. Yeah. All of a sudden you're not being delivered anywhere. If you're flagged exactly. for spam all the time, yeah, exactly. and that stuff can really matter. So I want to dig deeper into each of these letters so we can go into the acronym. Cause that, that's my biggest thing I want to get out of this is, is help people to be able to know what to send in their emails and how to do it and, and really get, get past this big monster. You know, people see this, yeah. this kind of big thing. Um, but before we get into that, let's learn a little bit more about you, Leanne. So how did, how'd you get into all of this? How did this all start? Well, you know, as a child, as a little girl growing up, I knew I wanted to be in email marketing. I went, <laughs> I'm guessing that's not, I mean, maybe, but I'm guessing that's not true. No, I'm not true. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a bit of a goofball. So, um, uh, you know, my, my background actually is in, um, as an attorney. So uh -huh. I'm, I practiced law for a few years. I got into marketing and business development. I did marketing and business development for law firms. Um, but my, my entrepreneurial spirit really kicked in and, and opened my eyes to email marketing um, about almost 20 years ago now when I had a, a speed dating company. I oh, was, cool. I don't know if you know this about me. I was actually the, I, had the I, largest, I, maybe we talked about? I, I think know. we did. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. I had the largest speed dating company in Southern California. Uh -huh. And I was the first person to do it outside the Jewish community. So um, what was cool was I built my email list to 20,000 subscribers organically. And, um, and this is before MailChimp and Constant Contact and Infusionsoft and all that. So I had an Excel spreadsheet and I would literally control F to manually take people off the list <laughs> when, oh, whenever they would, they would unsubscribe. They yeah. unsubscribe, you'd have to actually go, wow. Yeah, yeah. It would take me hours to send emails. But I bring it up because it, it's the first thing that really opened my eyes to how powerful email was. We had people who were like waiting for our emails to come out to sign up for our events. Mm. So fast forward about, um, now it's been seven and a half years uh, when I started my current business and I knew I had to build, um, I wanted to build an email list. I knew how important that was. And so I started, um, uh, you know, just had that, that opt-in on my webpage and kind of started doing that. My original idea was to be a um, motivational coach for women runners that came mm -hmm. to running late in life. Uh, and in the course of promoting that, people kept coming to me and saying, well, I love that little thing on your website where you can collect the email. How'd you do that? Mm. And started asking me, I, I started organically getting clients to help them build that kind of intro piece of content. Lead magnet is the techie term for it. Mm -hmm. um, so they could build their audiences. And I found I just really loved it. I had so much experience in it. I'm really good at making the techie stuff easy. And so I just started, started down that path and here I am. Hmm. That's cool. That's really awesome. Thanks for sharing that. Um, I, it's always great to hear the background of people of how, how they got into this. And it's really amazing what a powerful tool it, what a powerful tool this is. And mm -hmm. I think that people often think in, in a 2019 world, they often think that, well, that's the past, like email is not the thing anymore. And I think email is drastically different than it was in the past. I think mm -hmm. in the past you could get away with doing nothing but marketing. And, and mm -hmm. I, and I, you could say that content is marketing and you could make that argument, but I'll, I'll say this in, in this day and age, what I've noticed is um, it, people who say that they're not getting anything out of their email list. I'm willing to bet that they're, they're only asking and they're not giving, they're not, they're not giving any value. And if oh, you treat yeah. your email, like a way that you're actually giving value, yeah. um, you're going to see results. Yes, you can ask as well, but it needs to be, you know, Gary Vee talks about give, 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 ask, mm -hmm. and maybe it should be give, 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 ask. I don't know what that exact <laughs> ratio should be, but, but I, I'm sure you notice this as well. The more you give, the higher the open rates are. Exactly. Um, the more you ask, the lower the open rates are. Yes. So there obviously is a give and take, but the more value you're giving, the more that you're, you're having opens. And what, what I have come to realize and believe is that the value of any kind of online information based pro, uh, business, the real value is the community that you have. The real value is in, you know, some people say the list, I don't really like the L word. I don't like the list word. I, I like to use community because it, it means something different to me. You know, if you're yeah. serving your community, you're going to act a lot different than if you are just marketing to a list. Exactly. Um, but anyway, exactly. tell me about 
in terms of giving versus asking? What, where do you find that, that sweet spot? Well, first of all, I, I completely agree with what you're saying. And, and, and again, that's why I, I started calling this email with heart, because I feel like if you mentioned heart, it, it, it uh, reminds you that it is a community and it is a give and take. And it's not just a like, um, let, me, let me just uh, push out all this message and, and you know, see what I can get, see what yeah. I can get from my list. Yeah. You know, it's a conversation. I like your your voice there. You seem like a vaudevillian, like cartoonish uh, heel. Like you're (laughs) you're a villain and I'm going to see what I can get. (laughs) (laughs) If I had an eye patch, I could be a pirate, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do it. That was was good. I liked it. (laughs) (laughs) Um. The uh, yeah, in the um, in terms of how often you can, because uh, it is okay. You're right; it is okay to ask. But um, what I generally say is every, not more than every like five to seven messages. Uh-huh. So you'll want to, um, you know, talk about things. And and here's the thing, you know, I, people get really caught up with, well, what do I say? And it's like it's like I've got to write the the Magna Carta every time, you know, and have this really like. like inspiring big no you don't need to have all that when you're sending your emails you can make it really simple you can you can quote from an article that you um find found really interesting giving attribution of course um you can invite people to events you can tell a story about uh something that happened that you know is relevant to your community and give them a tool or a tip of how to handle a situation or how to um, you know, how to look at something a little bit differently. Um, I've done emails on my morning routine because people are, are curious about that. And I think it'll help my audience. So yeah. there's a lot of different pieces of content that you can put out. That's really relevant that will have, that will, um, give value. And then, you know, and then after you do a few of those, it's like, oh yeah. And by the way, here's something that, that you might also be interested in and you can do and ask them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, people do business with people they know, like, and trust. I've said that so many times on this podcast, so many times in all of my content. And it's like, look, that should, I believe that should be your first, um, your first goal is give enough content and value so that people know you, like you, and trust you. So that when you ask, they're like, oh, well, if, if she says I should buy this, then I guess I should. Cause she's given me so much. They start to believe you. They start to trust you. They start to see you like a friend. Yeah. If, if one of your friends says, Hey, you got to see this movie, you're going to see the movie where totally. you see a commercial that says, see the movie. Well, of course they're going to say the movie's great. Right. It's their commercial. <laughs> right. Um, and it's the same kind of thing. It's like when you, when you build relationships with people, you start to get that. Um, let, let's go into that heart acronym. So let's start with that H. Let's start with the how. So let, let's talk about what that means how they got onto the list and uh, your tips and advice. And we'll go right through this acronym. I love it. I love it. And you know, it's the, the reason I always start here with the how is because I found that a lot of people don't talk about this. And it's actually really, really, really important for the reason you just said, we buy from people we know, like, and trust. And so um, here's the thing. I've, I've seen people who we've all gone to like the networking events, right? Where you meet a few people and you pass out your card and then all of a sudden you're on their email list. Oh, dude, it's the worst. So annoying. I go, I go what, are, what are you doing? Why am I on? I like, like I, I like you. Uh, in fact, right. I like you enough to say, um, what the heck are you doing? Right, right, right. And then another popular thing, and I just found out they, you can't do this anymore, but it's very popular for a while. Uh, LinkedIn, you used to be able to download um, the email addresses of all your connections. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people would do that and just add those lists, people to their email list. Mm-hmm. So I think about what not to do. And, you know, I, I've talked to a lot of people about this and a lot of times they'll say, well, you know, people can just unsubscribe, like, you know, who cares? And I'm like, no, the, that no like and trust factor, right? When you do that, people know you, but they don't like and trust you because you, you, you started, just shown them. Yeah, you started on the wrong foot. So now you have to prove to them. Um, right. You know, so, right. so if I get something from someone that I did not, subscribe to i feel like okay like you better all right like show me like i'm going to be skeptical now i'm going to be and and unless unless what they're doing is like completely relevant to me and and it's something exactly like i want to win but which it most likely isn't 
if they were doing that kind of stuff, then they're probably doing other things wrong too. Um, so I'm, it's not, it's not going to go well. So just don't do it. Totally. Just totally. Just That's exactly do right. Just don't do it. Just don't do it. And here's the thing. It's really easy to get people permissively on mm -hmm. your email list. So for speakers, when you're, you know, speaking in front of an audience, you can do those text to join where it's, you know, text, you know, love to whatever the number is and you can have a backend system set up so they automatically get on your list. So that way the people who are really interested will be on your list. Yeah. Um, you can, there's all kinds of different ways. And, and if anyone's interested, I mean, I'm happy to hash out different ideas on this, but you know, you can pass sheets around, but the smaller thing, you can ask people to give you their cards with a yes on it. Uh, it's a little more manual, but it is a way to identify the people who are really interested. Um, I always say give a piece of content. So um, in, in the jargony world, this is called a lead magnet. Yeah. Um, I just call it a freebie. It's, you know, if you want my five tips to um, X, Y, Z or my email, email with heart starter kit, right? Just, just do X, Y, Z. Just for reference so people can look at this. Sorry, there's a loud noise going on out there. Uh, That's okay. Just for reference, can you send or can you tell us uh, what freebie you you want people to go to so they can look at that so they can see what that is? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I have it's actually if you go to emailwithheart.com, then mm -hmm. you'll see it. And it's my email with heart starter kit. It's cool. a, a video series and a couple other documents that just literally walk you through my process um, and gives you some extra goodies with it. So, totally. so you'll see. Super simple. Mm -hmm. Great. Yeah. And, and with, with my whole strategy that I teach my clients and it's not like I invented this, this is something that, that everyone uh, teaches, but it, it, you know, having a free opt-in tool, your, your lead magnet, whatever you want to call it is such an important piece of the puzzle to be able to attract people, to be able to right. attract people who are more interested. And if somebody's not going to give you their email to get that free thing, they're not going to buy from you. Like they're just not, they're not going to. And, um, and it's so much better than just chasing people manually. It's so much better than being like, well, I got these thousands and thousands of people over here. And so I'm going to, you know, th this just tells you, okay, I can, I can pay attention to these people. These people are a little hotter. These people are a little more interested. Um, just, just a couple other thoughts on this when talking about how I'm sure there's people who they heard you say, yeah, there's a lot of ways to get people on. And they're like, so what are they? Um, so <laughs> if you just give us two or three uh, of your top, top ways to get people on to your list in a uh, authentic way, uh, yes. hear those. Yes. Um, well, it does start with that freebie piece of content or that lead magnet is a great way. And, and what I say is um, you can offer that when you're speaking doing by doing the text to join or doing what I just did, go to emailwithheart.com, have a, what's called a vanity URL, mm -hmm. send people over there. You can do um, individual outreach to people. So, um, you know, all of those LinkedIn and Facebook contacts or even the contacts in your phone, you can send a message and say, you know, hey, uh, I thought you might be interested in XYZ and then send them over to that page so they can sign up there. Um, you can do, you know, Facebook ads or things like that. Although I'm more a fan of things that are free. because mm -hmm. I feel like you can spend a lot of money on that. Another really powerful tool though is to do um, partnerships with people. So mm -hmm. you know someone who has a similar audience and they're not offering yeah. the same service, then you can offer to send in, um, messages on behalf of the other person. So I could say, yeah. hey, Listen, I'm not a I'm not one on how to build your community in Facebook, but my friend Jake is amazing at it. Here's what you know, here's how you can go find Jake's five tips on how to build community in Facebook or whatever your freebie is, and send mm -hmm. a link over there, and that way the people who are interested will go and um, sign up for that. So yeah, yeah partnerships, yeah, yeah. speaking, direct outreach, um, and a little bit of ads. Um, you can also do. The bottom of your signature, this is like lost real estate that a lot of people don't pay attention to. Your email signature, just in the email you use every day, I always have a link to um, creator of email with heart with a link there or creator of just done it weekend with a link there. That goes in front of a lot of people that you, you are connected to in some way, but um, you of course can't take those connections and just put them on your list. So it's another way to like, for people to understand and, and get more information on what you're up to. Yeah. Um, and what, what you said earlier about ads, I, I, my suggestion for people is look, ads can be incredibly effective if, um, you know, your numbers, 
Um, <laughs> you gotta, it's not, look, if you know your numbers and, and you're, totally. you're money and you're making money from it, great. Totally. It's not a place totally. to go to dabble and test things if you don't yeah. already know your numbers. So it's not, a place to go, yeah. it's not a place to go fishing. It, a lot exactly. of people say, oh, just do ads and then this will happen. But it's like, who, what business out there is there that just does ads without anything to sell? Like, you don't have, sell. You don't have a proven product yet. And by proven, I mean, you know, these people buy it. If it's in front of this many people, this many people will buy it. And here's going to be my profits. Here's going to be my losses. Here's what. Yeah. Until you understand that, don't go in there. Unless you just have money to just, you know, burn up and and I, just give it to me if you want I was just gonna say. yeah just give it to me and and <laughs> i can figure out better ways to use it i know um, i'm with if, you i'm with you on that you don't have if you don't have a, a proven path that that's really what it comes down to if yeah. you have that if you understand your numbers if you know that hey i this is a proven path you know that should be everything you're doing at first is just get that proven mm -hmm. path where you know that um if i get in front of this amount of people if i show this uh, copy if I show this ad if if this yep. many people get to this website I'm gonna get this many sales and that's what exactly. these sales are worth. If that's yeah. the case, then go all in because it's a great way to automate it. But until oh. then, let's use some of the free ways so yes. that you can start to generate those leads. You can start to get that data. You can start to get that information. And you know, to to be totally honest, I haven't ever really go, gone all in with ads. It's something I'm I'm working on now because. I'm at the point to where I really do want to scale at that level. But uh, to be honest, the, the business I've built, you know, multiple six figure coaching business has been without any ads, been completely organic. And, um, and then the same thing built a, built a, a thriving speaking business, speaking all over the nation. And it wasn't with ads. I was using other, mm -hmm. other forms of marketing. Um, so don't think that that's the only path, uh, just because someone who was selling ads was telling you that that was the only path. <laughs> Right. Right. Exactly. I love it. <laughs> yeah. So let's go to E. So we got, we got H being the how, uh, E, I don't remember what it was. So you take it. it. Was, sure. It was engaging content. Engaging. So Great. This is, this is what we talked about with the, you know, you don't have to write like some, you know, download that's like this tome of stuff. It's uh, really just something that's going to uh, resonate with your audience and mix it up. Um, you know, I always like to step in the shoes of, I, I like to think about my ideal client, you know, a client that I love, that I, that I want more of. And what do they need? What are they looking for? How can I serve them? So is yeah. it a tool that I'm using that, uh, that I find really helpful in my business that I know will help them? Is it um, an article that I've read? Is it even sometimes a quote? Sometimes I keep mm -hmm. it really simple and I pull out like a good old Jim Rohn. I love Jim Rohn. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's great. I'll pull a good old Jim Rohn quote and I'll talk about um, why I like it so much and what it means to me and then say, what does it mean to you? And that's a nice way to kind of get a conversation going. So um, you can invite them to when you're speaking. Um, you can invite them. I like to invite my audience, uh, even when I'm just attending conferences, if they're open to the public, because that's a way to say like, hey, I'll be... Um, I'll be at this place. Maybe we could grab coffee or, you know, if you see me say hi, and that way you can start to meet people in person and make an additional connection. So yeah, a lot that, of options. That's, that's really good. That's a great tip. Great piece of advice there. Um, that's something I used to do when I, I used to speak at a lot of youth leadership conferences. I was mm -hmm. speaking for the purpose of, I mean, yeah, I was speaking there at that conference, but my real goal at the, at the conference was then to uh, take that and end up going, to a bunch of other events, you know, from there. Right. So mm -hmm. I, I'd go to some of these conferences where there'd be a lot of different people on my list that were, were there. And so, yeah, I'd reach out and say, Hey, if you're going to be there, I have a workshop in this room, um, you know, message back and I'd love to meet up with you, you know, cause these were, these were not, you know, one-off uh, low price clients. These are people who could book me to speak and go into their right. place. It was worth taking the time. But that's a really good tip. I kind of forgot about that cause it'd been, mm -hmm. I'd done that. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, it's an easy one. The other thing you can do too is, um, and I, I, if you can find, um, some like an interview or an article or something that, that talks about what is, how do I want to say this? It's almost like a third party endorsement of your point of view or the things that you also believe in. So, mm. um, 
I'm a big, obviously I'm in email marketing and I really like the skim. Are you familiar with the skim? No. It's a, it's a great daily email Monday through Friday and it kind of just skims the news. So the idea is you could like read it and kind of know what's happening. Okay. Um, and it's, and it's very well written. So I love the tone of voice. It has that personality. It's very authentic mm -hmm. to the authors. So Marie Forleo, you mm -hmm. know, Marie Forleo, right? Yeah. Uh, on her show interviewed the founders of the skim and in that conversation, they talked about why they chose email as a platform versus social media and the power behind email marketing. And so I love the interview. I love the skim. Uh, I love Marie. So I basically did an email that linked over to that interview and pulled out some quotes that were, um, that talked about the power of email marketing. So it was like a nice, you know, two other very well-respected people, you know, endorsing my point of view. And it was interesting and it was super easy that I knew people would be really interested in. So you can look for content in a lot of places, I guess, the bottom line. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. um, okay, so that, that we got to have engaging content. So it's important mm -hmm. how they get there. We got to have engaging content. And then we get down to now it's time to be authentic. Yes, yes. Be yourself. Be your, I'm, this is, and this is something I'm working on myself because, you know, the lawyer background, the lawyer mm. in me, um, you know, was punished for, <laughs> for being goofy and, and uh -huh. kind of, an oddball and cracking weird jokes and going, I, you know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're not supposed to do that if you're a lawyer, right? Right. Right. And so, um, so I always, uh, so I, you know, I, I noticed that it's so interesting. The reason I picked this up and added it actually to what I do is because I noticed that there were things like the skim or there were other, um, emails that I opened a lot or because, and I was like, what is it about them? They weren't all kind of this, had a same, the same voice, but their voices were very unique. Mm -hmm. And I realized it's because it felt very real. And I could tell that even if somebody was a little bit irreverent or they were whatever, they were just, that was them and they were putting it out there. And I was really, really drawn to that. And so I'm playing with this myself. I'm, I'm letting my goofy side, my wackadoodle Leanne is what my coach calls it. Where's wackadoodle Leanne? When's she coming out? Um, because, you know, people don't, resonate with that it's okay they're not my people so yeah like that's that's such a beauty about the the business that that we are in you know whatever you're in whatever whoever's watching is in um you're in business for yourself and you are most likely the face of that maybe you're doing something else where there's a team or you're have a more of a company or whatever but for the most part uh the people who are listening to this podcast the the um messenger uh, the message-driven entrepreneur, they're someone who, they're the face of it. And yeah. so at the end of the day, they're buying you, like you're the person. And so you get to be you. And if you try to be vanilla, you try to be something that's liked by everyone, you won't be loved by anyone. Um, you might be liked by everyone, or, or more likely you might just be kind of like, eh, I don't, yeah, yeah whatever, uh, cool, yeah. whatever, I don't care. Uh, yeah it's it's nothing unique it's nothing original so i would rather be loved by some and and not liked at all by others than to exactly. just be kind of vanilla you know totally totally i had a mentor early on and she had a great way to phrase this she said she always said there's two kinds of people in the world there's my people and other people and i'm <laughs> looking for my people <laughs> yeah because yeah, some people aren't like some people aren't some people aren't my people you know mm -hmm. um that's just kind of how it is. I, I do things in a, a different way. I'm not, like I said earlier, I'm not like the most like polished professional guy. I'm pretty, I'm pretty laid back and casual. And what you see on the stage is, is kind of what you would see if we were out to lunch together. Um, right. I'm just me. And not yeah. that people are like, I don't like that or whatever, but it's some, some people want something more formal. That's what they're looking for. And mm. that's just not me. And that's okay. Yeah. I'm also very about the, um, the emotional side of things. I'm very much focused on the mindset of things um, because I, I believe that's where stuff gets done. Like yeah. the reason why someone's not doing something is because they're, it's because of their emotions. It's because of their mindset. It's because they're getting overwhelmed. It's because of that. Uh, Tony Robbins talks about uh, success is in anything is 80% psychology, 20% uh, strategy. And I, I'm a big believer in that. So I spend a lot more time on the psychology of things. And if someone wants to spend 80% of their time on the strategy and 20% and of the time on the, 
on the uh, psychology. Well, I'm not your guy, you know that. Right. that so, and I, and I'm open about that. I would rather yeah. be open and authentic than yeah. trying to portray portray something I'm not. Totally, totally. Let's save everybody's energy, shall we? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and energy. Let's get it. Let's get rid of this now. Yeah. Let's go into R. Okay, R with regularity. Ah, yes. so this is where a lot of people. Um, I know they get tied up because they. Um, you either, either they're sending too much, you know, or more often than that, they're not emailing enough because they don't want to bother people. Mm. And there's that feeling that we all have very full inboxes and it's like, they want to send something, you know, again, important. So they get caught up on the content, but also they just get caught up in not wanting to bug people. Mm -hmm. And here's the thing. Here's what I always invite you to consider. Everybody has emails in their boxes that are non-essential emails that you open purely by choice and you do it because the content in there is really good because it's mm -hmm. either funny or it's, you know, a good tip or it's something. And yeah. so if you can have so that hits the engaging content, but also you want to do it in, often enough that people don't forget who you are. Yeah. When, you know, if you're so worried about that, that you're only emailing uh. like once a month, uh -huh. not gonna, it's not going to be enough. It's, you don't want people to see that email and go, who is that? Yeah. What is that? Did I sign up for that? Because then, uh, then that's when you're starting to get a lot of uns unsubscribes because people are like, I don't even know what this is. I don't remember signing up for it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's um, interesting. Uh, one thing I noticed too with people is they'll, they'll, um, yeah, they'll only want to send, they don't want to send too often. And then, so consequently, they only end up sending when they have something to sell. And so yes. they're very rarely contacting them. And then they send to them when they have something to sell. And then they say, see, this email stuff doesn't work. And right. Say, well, you're That's not, exactly it. you're not That's priming the pump. Like the thing that matters more than anything is we got to get them to open these. So you got to be giving them, you got to be giving, giving, giving. Um, nobody, and this, this is something I think about a lot is nobody is going, nobody who's going to buy from you is going to complain about more free quality content. Exactly. If you're sending just, just random crap, like, okay, of course. But if you're giving, mm -hmm. you're giving, and they're like, ah, they're giving too much. I don't like this. Well, that person's right. not going to buy from you. Right. Why would they pay for more right. if they don't want, the, you know, the people who are going to buy from you are going to be like, sweet, Leanne's sending me more free stuff. That's awesome. Yeah. And so, like, look, if someone's not going to buy from me, I want them off my list. I mean, I mean, that sounds cold. I'm not saying I, if they're not going to buy from me, but what I mean is if somebody's not thrilled to get right. a content email from me, then yeah. I don't want them on my list. I only want people who are like, yes, Jake's sending me something. That's awesome that he's sending me something. I yeah. want those people. Yes. Yes. I love it. I'm totally, totally, totally agree. And it's interesting. There's, there's some really good examples out there of people who follow this, right? Um, Tim Ferriss. Uh, oh, he's great. AKA my future husband. So there's oh, okay. And I put it out there. Does he I, know this yet? He does not know that yet. Okay. Okay. But I'll let him know. Let him know. Whenever I, when, when I speak, I, this is part of me being goofy. There's a funny picture that I show that's like me clearly, it's clearly not us together, but it's like me kind of like hugging him. <laughs> and I'm like, someday someone's going to know him or someday I'm going to meet him. And instead of getting like the photo, like next to him, I'm going to be like, can I just awkwardly hug you? Cause it would be really good. <laughs> I'd be like, who's this weirdo? Um, but, uh, okay. So Tim Ferriss, he does five bullet Friday. Yep. So that's a weekly email every Friday, um, in line with his brand. Cause he's the lifestyle experiment guy. Right. Mm -hmm. So five bullet Friday is like, you know, here's the movie I'm watching, a quote that I like, a book that I read, a, you know, supplement that I tried. So it's in line with who he is and what he's about. It's really short and, and um, interesting. Mm -hmm. And it comes every single Friday, five bullet Friday, you know what you're going to get. Yeah. Um, and if you, and, and he doesn't sell anything in that one. Now, when he releases a book or when he does, um, you know, other things like that every now and then, I think he did a course or there, you know, he, he was speaking somewhere and I think he had to pay for it. I don't know. I can't remember, but whatever. Bottom line is it wasn't that often because mm -hmm. he was giving, 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 giving. And then all of a sudden it's like, Hey, here's my book. He's a New York times bestseller. 
yeah. you know, it's, and he can do that because he's been giving so much. So it feels, yeah. it doesn't, the exchange feels good. And, and here's, here's one thing about that is some people who are more of the email marketer type person, they may say, they may listen to this and say, no, you don't get it. You got to sell every day and you got to do this and you got to do that. And it's like, well, you just got to think what's your outcome. And if your outcome is let's squeeze as much value out of this list as we can until we squeeze it dry and go for it. My outcome is building long-term legacy and building something that, that grows and grows and grows and grows. And yeah. it, it, it grows exponentially, not just yeah. the effort that I do, but I put, you know, my, everything I do is about, okay, I'm going to put out so much quality and I'm going to do it with heart in a way that as I grow, yeah, it grows exponentially because of the, the quality of what I'm putting out. So if you're just totally about the numbers and say, look, I'm going to take this list. I'm going to do this ad to get to this list and market my stuff. And then I'm going to squeeze it for all it's worth. Hey, go for that. You know, go for it. That, that's not what this is about, but we're talking about something that's going to build a uh, long-term legacy. You know, this conversation is for people who um, maybe feel a little bit icky about the more traditional way of, of yeah. you know, marketing. And um, I love the way you've brought, brought things up here. So let's go into the last letter. Let's go into T. The T, the technology. So a piece of this is your platform. Just making sure you have the right platform. I find that often people are in too little or in too much. So I'm um, meaning they're in, you know, uh, Infusionsoft did, has done a beautiful job of enrolling a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times people don't need like half yeah. of the things that it can do, yeah. at least. Yeah, Very yeah, yeah. expensive. Yeah. Infusionsoft. Confusion soft. That's right. Yes. Which, you know, they just changed their name recently. And I think it's because they didn't, it's not something you can rhyme with confusion. So I'm <laughs> What's their name now? I heard, I, I can't I remember. remember. It starts with a K. It's, not, it's a, it's a teen or key. <coughs> I can't remember. That's interesting. Yeah. That's interesting. Um, so, so part of it is that, you know, and, and I always say, just think about what are you doing, right? Do you, are if you're just starting out, then you probably just need something that's going to be a good solid email like to get your messages out to sort your lists and kind of know your audience yeah. um aweber maybe, mailchimp something simple yeah i'm i i like active campaign actually um it's got some nice bells and whistles and it's pretty inexpensive good deliverability yeah. mhm by the way, quick quick plug for my friend Sylvania and his company, Leverage. Um, for anyone wanting to know, Leverage is a company that uh, can get you a great deal uh, on Constant Contact um, and uh, a couple other softwares. They're a, they're a company that they, they sponsored our event. They've, they've done some, uh, some other things with us. Um, but basically, they all of these tools, all these softwares, uh, I believe the, the website is lvrg.it. And okay. I'll anyway, just, it. yeah, yeah, yeah. Just for people who are, are listening and you can get uh, all sorts of free or not free, but all sorts of discounts on, on programs, okay. like pretty much every piece of software you're using, you can get it cheaper if you go through them. So love uh, it. That's a fantastic tool. I love it. Yeah. 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 I should definitely connect you with Sylvania because he, with the, the work that you do with, with just done it, which yeah. is a really cool thing for people who are listening where, Basically, look, it's cool to learn what to do, but Leanne's created this weekend program where you just go and you just do it. Uh, yeah. You don't just learn. You bring your laptop. You do all the things and stuff like that. But, um, you know, these things can add up. So Sylvania's totally. a, a great program there. Um, totally. Anyway, back to what you were saying about the technology. Yes. So, um, so yeah, so just think about what you need. If you do need, uh, if you're doing sales online, you have digital programs, you have a monthly recurring, something like that. You can, um, you would also could use a shopping cart of some sort mm-hmm. um, and, or an all-in-one platform. So email plus some of these other things. Depending on what you need, um, it should be clear about that going in. Um, I like an all-in-one platform called Simplero, mm. uh, which not a lot of people know about, um, but it's great. It's relatively inexpensive and more importantly, it's easy to use. Love easy. <laughs> Love easy. Like that. So that's one side is the technology piece. And I, I'm, again, I'm happy to talk with people about that. I'm really good at helping people like kind of identify if they got too much or too little. It's one of the things we do in the Just Done It weekend um, as well as I just have conversations with people about it. They've mm-hmm. been in all the platform, most of the platform. Yeah. The other piece are some of the things that we've hit on uh, through our conversation. Know your open rate. How many people are opening the email that you're sending? 
Um, it, you know, and, and you can play with that by playing with your subject line. Mm. Um, not playing with it in a clickbaity kind of way, right? <laughs> we don't want to mm -hmm. say, open the email and you'll win a hundred thousand dollars. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. that's just the thing. But make sure it's relevant and just think through what would be enticing to, to make someone want to open this and read the message so they can get it. I personally like song titles. So I will often, if you're paying attention, often I will have um, a song title as the subject line. If, it, mm. if it, of course, if it's relevant. It's relevant, yeah. Yeah. Um, I usually write the email first and then I write the subject because, mm. you know, once, once I've got the content written and I kind of understand what it's about and the feel and the tone of it, and then I can add a subject that it will be enticing based on the, the actual content. Interesting. Um, so we just got a few minutes left uh, mm -hmm. on this call today. A uh, couple of last questions I have for you. One is one thing that I hear from people a lot is, hey, I, I got an email list and um, I haven't emailed them in a long time. Yeah. So what should I do to re-engage that list? So what, what's your thoughts on that? How can people re-engage uh, a, a list that maybe has gone cold because they haven't put in the work for a while? Yeah. So the, there's a couple of different things you can do. Uh, one thing you can do, if you really want to just pull out the people who are truly interested in what you're doing now, especially if you've kind of shifted your focus, is taking that freebie, that piece of content, pardon me, emailing list and saying, I know you haven't heard from me for a while. So no matter what you're going to do, just acknowledge it, right? Mm, so people yeah. get it. And, you know, and you're, you're like, hey, I know, I know I've kind of not been really in good touch, in close touch. Here, maybe you can say why if it's a story that's relevant. Um, you can then say to people, I'm, I'm not gonna, I don't wanna, um, I think of the best way to phrase this. I, I wanna know if you're really interested in the direction I'm moving in, here's what I've been up to, and I created this free piece of content for you. Send them over to a page where they can opt in for your new piece of content. Mm. And that way the people who are really interested will go over there and get on and then you'll have a you'll have a smaller list but you'll at least know it's the people who are really into what you're doing now um, another option if it hasn't it kind of depends on what the gap is right yeah is, i'm talking you know it's been a few months or something oh like that. okay not, not someone who just that's a good idea you maybe you might want to do that a couple times too because not everyone will carry over but i'm just talking you know they haven't changed subjects they haven't anything like that oh, okay they just they just haven't been doing it they haven't been doing it with consistency it's been a few months and they feel like uh, should I just start over? Or should I, you know, they, they don't know what to do to warm that up. So where, what would you say to do? Got it. Okay, great. Thanks. I should, I should have uh, articulated that before. <laughs> um, I would, I would still send that message that says, uh, Hey, I know it's been a while. I'm, you know, kind of fess up to it. So they mm -hmm. see that you're a real person and then set the expectation for what you're going to do moving forward. Mm. You know, here's the thing. I know I haven't been consistent, but I really, I'm, I love um, I love providing content. I'm really excited about this direction in my business. And from now on, you're going to hear from me, you know, twice a month or every week or whatever it is. So they start to understand that. And then, most importantly, be consistent and do what you tell them do you're going to do. Yeah, that brings up a good question. What do you find? And I know this is completely relative and subjective, but what do you find a good frequency is? What do you suggest for your clients? Um, I really like weekly, if you can get into a weekly habit. Uh, at the minimum, it really should be twice a month. Um, if twice you, a month, you like weekly. Yeah, yeah. If you go to once a month, the problem is that's only 12 times a year. Yeah. And it's, and it's just, there's too much space. It's too much. Too much space. And the other thing I've noticed that sometimes when people tell me they have a monthly, they usually say, but I have a monthly newsletter. Because they're trying to cram all this stuff in to make it worth the once a month. Uh-huh. And the thing is, it then becomes like it's drinking from the fire hose, right? It's too much. Let me just say this to everyone right now. No one's reading your newsletter. <laughs> They're not. No one's reading your newsletter. It's so true. Because they don't it's care. True. Like unless you're, unless you're really like a big organization that they care about, like you're just some person, like nobody, right. here's the thing. Don't want to be offensive, but nobody cares about your news. Like, like when they say like, there's exciting things going on, I'm doing this and I'm doing this. They don't care about that. If you're in their email, if you're in their inbox, they say, what's in it for me? 
That's what they want to know. They don't want to know what you're up to. Like they don't, I mean, maybe at some extent and there can be some entertainment and things like that, but they want to know what's in it for me. So just give them, give them value. Exactly. Yeah, I, I think weekly should be minimum. That, that's, that's my opinion. Um, mm-hmm. It should be something where you're, you're sending, you're connecting with them at least every week. Um, totally. I mean, if it's not that, if anyone's emailing less than that, they're probably not seeing great results with their, with their email. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, and the reason, uh, the reason I do offer up the every other is there are sometimes people, especially when they're kind of getting back in the game or they're just starting to do this, they get intimidated, but it feels like a lot of content to come up with. Yeah. And I don't want people to email if you're like, if you're doing it just to meet a deadline or just cause you think that you should, because yeah. you want to check off that box. Cause that's where you start to feel inauthentic and it feels a little forced. Yeah. And so, yeah. So I'd rather have you go every other week, but have it be genuine and you're excited and you're putting out the content versus, you know, I got an email. What am yeah, I going to yeah. email about? Yeah. 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 Just some <laughs> random email. It's yeah. like calling someone and, and they're like, so what's up? I don't know. I just said I was going to call you. And right. To say. right. So yeah. um, a couple last questions. One, how can people get more connected with you? Um, how can people, yeah, get more from you? Yeah. Um, well, if you go to emailwithheart.com, you can, uh, uh, that will be my, uh, that's where you can get my email with heart starter kit, my video series, and it gives you some other good tools and tips. Um, as soon as you sign up for that, of course, you'll get an email from me. And I answer all of those emails. So if you just hit reply on that, it's my real email address and it's really me on the other side. And so um, we can uh, do that. And then I don't know if you do show notes, I can also give you leannemariewebster.com uh, or leanne at leannemariewebster.com is my email. Feel Great. free to reach out to me that way. Awesome. And uh, last piece of advice or words of wisdom for the Speakers, Authors, and Coaches Network. Uh, just, just, just get started doing it. Just do it. Don't, don't overthink it. If you overthink it, you'll be stuck for God knows how long doing it, right? Just, just yeah. get in there, man. Roll up your sleeves. Say what you're going to say. Be you and just get started. Love it. I love it. All right. Well, thank you so much, Leanne. I really appreciate your time. And I think this was an incredibly important topic and I, I appreciate you coming and, uh, uh, not just talking about emailing with heart, but sharing with heart here. So we really appreciate it. My pleasure, Jake. This has been awesome. Thank you so much. All right. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to the Speakers, Authors, and Coaches podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please rate, review, subscribe, and most importantly, share it with somebody who needs this information. If you're not already a part of our Facebook community, come and join us in the Speakers, Authors, and Coaches network at facebook.com slash groups slash speaker author coach or simply search the speakers authors and coaches network thanks again for listening remember what you do matters you can turn your dreams into your reality together we are changing the world one message at a time